Hi everyone, it's Tessa and Joe from the Unveiling Paradise Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Tessa, summer is almost here and so many of our listeners are about to have their epic destination wedding. And we are so excited for you guys. Before the big day, guys, we want you to make sure you listen to these three episodes. Episode 62, Deep Diving Your Wedding Ceremony. Episode 53, Questions Your Wedding Guests Will Ask. And episode 31, the final countdown to your wedding day. And if you're planning your wedding here in Hawaii, hit us up and ask us about our Unveiling Paradise podcast promo. Happy planning. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, Joe. How's it going? Hey, Tessa. I have something that I want to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? It's not going to sound great, but I'm going to just say it. Is it about me or anyone that I know? Let's take that part offline. For now, I'm going to stick with (laughs) weddings. Is that cool? All right. Oh, gosh. Where are you going with this? (laughs) I like to keep you on your toes. But basically, what I want to say is I have been to tons of weddings recently, and they're just starting to feel a little basic. Hmm, interesting. Go ahead. What do you got? I like so, this. So, not in a bad way, right? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying that to me right now, weddings are starting to become very scripted. It's like a cookie cutter. You're talking about the cookie, cookie cutter, cutter wedding. Cookie cutter weddings. Yeah. You know, they're, they're very standard. It's nice. It's gorgeous. People are having a good time. So, you know, my couples are happy. People are going home happy, but everything feels very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right? got you. Yeah, okay. And so, I guess what I'm wondering is, are there ways that we can kind of create better, more unique experiences? Have you seen anything? Are there ways to elevate a wedding and the guest experience? What have you seen, Joe? Well, that's all we talk about, right? That's what we want for all of our weddings, to have a real, genuine, authentic experience for our couples and our guests, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I know you know this. We have an in-studio guest today that is actually, I think, a perfect guest to talk about this. Someone who I know has a very unique way of honoring their guests and in involving their guests at the wedding ceremony. Yes. I'm excited to talk today to a special guest that we have in studio. He is what we call the butterfly daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that this will perfectly tie into our conversation about unique and special touches at weddings. Henry Fang of Paradise Monarchs is a dear friend. He has worked in catering at the Four Seasons. During the pandemic, he actually got furloughed started researching monarch butterflies, got so interested in them, he has now started his own butterfly company and has released over 10,000 butterflies to date. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. He is amazing. I'm so thankful to have Henry here. Welcome to our show, Henry. Hi guys, thanks for having me. So happy to have you. Can you give us a little bio about yourself? Just a quick description. Yes, so my background is actually in hospitality. So I have done years of experience in hotel management. So during my time, we have done a lot, a lot of the weddings at the Four Seasons in Colina. So we have done quite a lot of special touches throughout the years. So Henry, everyone calls you the butterfly daddy. (laughs) What is it about butterflies? Like, let's talk about this. So you guys actually incorporate them into wedding ceremonies and even reception favors. Let's talk about that. So like, tell us about your company. How did that all start? Yeah, so starting March of 2020, during COVID, of course, a lot of people, I was furloughed. So one day I was bored on my bed, scrolling the internet, and I saw (laughs) that monarch butterfly is actually, in fact, on the verge of becoming endangered species. And being on furlough, I have all this extra time. I just wanted something to do. 
So I started raising caterpillars on my kitchen counter and then <laughs> transformed my entire backyard to all milkweed. So essentially, I just started raising for fun because I was bored. I needed something to do. And fast forward to fall um, 2020, I created my first initial chrysalis box. So that's what we're known for, the live mana butterfly chrysalis box. I gifted to my friend's daughter as a joke. I went over to their house. It's like, Uncle Henry has a butterfly for you. And then kind of through social media, it just snowballed. And it became now my full-time job. So we really have two kind of services that we offer. One is the live butterfly releases, which is really popular for weddings. And then also the live monarch butterfly chrysalis boxes. And you can do those for favors, also for like welcome gifts when people come. So it's a really, really unique way to gift someone a live butterfly or, or a chrysalis that will be released and pop out. What's it called? Correct. So yeah. the technical name is Eclose, but you can say Emerge, Hatch. But you will get it in a live mono butterfly chrysalis that we have raised. And then through in a couple of days, three to five days on average, on the butterfly will emerge. Once it does, then you get to release it. But you get to witness the whole process of the monarch butterfly transformation, which is super special and unique to Hawaii. We don't offer this anywhere in the world except just Hawaii. I just had a wedding a couple of weeks ago with Henry. And what was really cool is the bride decided to do a butterfly release. What that means is in the middle of the ceremony, to honor her grandmother who just passed away, they released butterflies. And butterflies were kind of special to her grandmother. I think at her shower, she had butterfly-themed favors as well. So it was really, really special. You know, at the ceremony, the officiant kind of announced that they were going to honor her grandmother and others who had passed away. And they had this beautiful, clear box with these butterflies that were just kind of dancing around. They opened it up, and it's almost a relief, and it was like... And everybody sighed. It was so precious. And the butterflies kind of lingered for a little bit. You know, they sat on people's shoulders. Everybody was ooing and aahing. And they kind of just reminded them and thought of their grandmother. I thought it was a very, very special, touching experience that everyone got to enjoy together. And I think that is so amazing. Like, that's what we want to talk about today. How do you incorporate some of these things where you can include those guests of honor or maybe those remembrances of people who have passed, family members who have passed into your ceremony in a thoughtful, graceful, caring way, right? In a way that honors them. And beyond that, how do you bring your guests into that experience too? How do you engage them in that experience? So let's get started. Welcome to Unveiling Paradise, your go-to destination wedding podcast. I'm Tessa, wedding planner and owner of Fred and Kate Events. And I'm Joe, wedding and adventure photographer of Joseph Esser Photography. We are based in Hawaii, one of the biggest, most popular locations for destination weddings. We want to share our real-life experiences with you, give you insight from a professional's perspective, and still make sure you're having fun in the process. We're huge believers in the fact that planning a destination wedding can be one of the most amazing experiences, and we want to bring you along. We're so excited to talk with you about weddings, Hawaii, and everything else under the sun. So pack your bags and let's get started. You guys, I'm going to tell you this quote that I've heard before and I really like, and I think it's relevant to our conversation today. All right. What do okay? you got? So it is from Maya Angelou. And it's, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maya Angelou. We're quoting Maya Angelou. That's do you know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know her quotes. That's even better. I love it. Okay. Well, I, I looked it up on the internet. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. The quote is, people will forget what you said. 
People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Oh, I love that. That's so true. I think it's so relevant for our conversation today. And I think that's what we're talking about, right? It's that how do we make our guests feel at our wedding? Yeah. Right. And so for me, we're looking at two main topics, right? It's how do we celebrate and honor loved ones who aren't with us or, you know, have passed? And also, how do we include guests in that experience? So, okay. So I guess this, to me, this quote is relevant for two parts. Number one, right? It's how do we celebrate and honor our loved ones who have passed and aren't with us today? And the second part of this, right, Tessa, is that feeling. So our guests, at the end of the day, how do we leave them feeling something so powerful, so genuine that they walk away and they never forget your wedding. That's what we want to talk about too. It's not just about loved ones that have passed, but also the ones that are there that are walking away like touched. How do we touch them? So how do we do that? Well, um, let's start with you, Henry. Like you guys do something really special and it's not necessarily, butterflies aren't necessarily about someone who has passed. It can be about that guest experience too. So let's, let's take a quick little deep dive into this. So let's talk about butterflies. What is that all about? What do they typically symbolize? How is that incorporated into a wedding? So with our butterfly releases, we kind of use it to celebrate kind of in two different avenues. One is celebrating, like you said, celebrating people who have passed. So in many cultures, butterfly, they symbolizes in spirit of your loved ones. Mm. So by using, doing a butterfly release, you're really honoring of your loved one that have passed who, you know, spiritually are attending your big day. The second part of the butterfly releases is, you know, how a monarch butterfly, they go from eggs to caterpillar, caterpillar to chrysalis, chrysalis, they become a butterfly. They go through this metamorphosis, this whole transformation throughout, you know, about four to five weeks process. So it really symbolizes in positivity, beauty, and hope, which is really fitting for wedding. As, as you release the butterfly, it symbolizes in a new fresh start, a new beginning for the happy couple. I love that. And I think, you know, we've talked about this several times, right? Just it's that when people see the butterflies, it almost just has this like sigh of not relief, but just that they truly believe then that their family is watching them, right? It's just this really healing, wholesome feeling that they get when the butterflies are released. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Tessa, what is the best thing you can have on a hot summer wedding day? Gosh, Joe, honestly, there is nothing better than fine time shave ice. I love fine time shave ice. So good. Honestly, it's the soft ice, the variety of syrups and flavors, and their toppings. Their toppings are incredible. From ice cream to mochi balls to condensed milk. It is amazing. Stop. I'm getting so hungry. I know. Well, if you want some, check it out. Fine time shave ice. And check out their company and all their delicious flavors on our show notes. Do it now. So Henry, let me just get this straight. You say from start to finish, it's like a five-week process of transformation. Correct, yes. Okay, so that metamorphosis, I think that's so fitting for a wedding, right? It is a change. It's a huge change. You're changing names. You're changing your status on social. You're doing all these things. What is a better way to do that than with butterflies? I love that idea. Let's shift our focus for a second. Let's talk about other ways that, you know, I know, Henry, like you are the butterfly daddy here today, but you also have a ton of experience working weddings, right? What are some of the other ways you guys have seen this happen at a wedding where our couples will pay tribute to, you know, like someone who has passed? And I, I think this is something that I think is always special to do at your wedding. If, say, for example, 
a parent can't be there, or you know maybe a special grandparent. Or like, what have you guys seen? To honor people that we have passed in the past, we have done maybe like a frame photos of mm-hmm. the loved ones, and then along with maybe like a candle in their honor. Yeah, I've seen that. I like that yeah. a lot. You know, like I'm actually so you'll set up a table, right? And it'll be like whoever that family member is, right? And so it's a special area where they are still present at the wedding, and we have that opportunity to remember them, right? I love that. Something that we do a lot at weddings as photographers is if it's a parent or a grandparent, somebody who should have been there that day that wasn't able to make it. Sometimes we'll take that framed photo. We'll actually have the couple hold that picture in their photos. So when they're taking the family photos, they are actually in that photo, even though they're in the picture frame. And I think that's really cute. Something that I've seen too that I really like is instead of having them necessarily hold like an eight by 10 photo, is I've seen it in a bouquet where they have the pictures attached to it. They're mini frames and they're attached to the bouquet or inside a tuxedo suit, you know, the pictures. So it's another way of subtly honoring them without it being over the top, this huge photo that they're holding in the picture. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, usually it's like a four by six, not a giant. That would be weird if it's like this huge, like 20 by 30 photo, right? So you're talking about like a locket, right? Little tiny lockets that you can put on your bouquet. Correct. Or you could like, yeah, I love that. I think that's super cute. And for the ceremony, we can even use the photos to put it on reserved seats for the loved ones that have passed and maybe put a lay around it to honor and celebrate their memory. Yeah, and I think, again, like you do feel something. You absolutely feel something when you see that. And there is that chair that's been reserved for that person. I always like, it moves me every time. Okay, so this is like really sad and heavy, right? With loved ones that have passed, but let's talk about like happier things. Grandma's still here, guys. Like, well, what can we do to honor her for just uh, the fact that she has come to your ceremony and she's there? A lot of time we will have garment or their wedding dress or your grandpa's suit from when they got married. So if you still have that available, incorporate into your ceremony, incorporate into your big day, maybe use part of the fabric or you know what we have seen in the past is working with an atelier and then to make a brand new wedding dress using the fabric of your grandma's dress. That would be super cool and you know, great way to honor her. I love that. And what we actually did at a wedding just yesterday, which was really cool, is the in Japanese tradition, you'd fold a thousand and one cranes. You basically create a piece of art using the thousand and one cranes. What was really cool is the one yesterday was from his parents' wedding. So they brought it to celebrate that part of their tradition. So they didn't have to actually so fold the thousand. So they didn't have to fold the thousand <laughs> one cranes. I know. They really lucked out. One of my favorite things that I see all the time happening when this happens, when so someone has taken their grandmother's or their mother's wedding dress and transformed it. That is so cool for the parents to see. They feel so special when that happens. And even like, even if it's just like a little piece of fabric from that dress that's been sitting in the attic and it's no longer wearable or whatever, like it's so neat to see that incorporated. I think that's just always so memorable. It's so powerful. You know what? That's right. I think it's so cool. And to see it and when the parents are, especially when they don't tell them and it's a surprise and they're like, oh my God, is that my dress? Like, it's amazing. I love that. I've been seeing that more and more lately where Someone will take their mother's wedding gown from like the 70s or 80s or whatever. And then they just like they have it tailored. And it just it's so fun to see. 
And it's not even the wedding dress. Sometimes they'll use it as their cocktail dress or their rehearsal dinner or their after party yeah. dress, especially if we're talking 70s or 80s with the big poofy sleeves. You've got a lot of fabric. Like you can really do a lot and like take it into this cute, slinky little party dress. And I think it's really cool. One thing that I've been seeing lately that I really, really love is, and it's, it tends to be with a lot of my smaller weddings, is the couple will write personalized notes to each guest, a handwritten note. And it's kind of, that's what they use as either the escort card or the place setting. And I love that. I think for me, it's such a personal touch. It's such an elevated way to make your guests truly feel like they belong there. And it's often really, really nice things that they say in that card. You know, it's not just <laughs> like, a, hey, so, what's right. up? But it's a, you know, like, this is how you've been a part of our lives. We're so thankful for you. You know, whatnot. So I really, that's probably one of my favorite things that I've seen recently. Well, I was at that wedding with you, which was super awesome. And so our couple actually did more than that, right? They had handwritten cards to every single one of their guests, thanking them, you know, for all their support in their life. But they also found pictures of that person with either it was the bride or the groom. And they had that put out for each of those guests at the table too. That was really fun to see the guests reading the letters at the reception and actually see the emotion, that raw emotion that it evoked. I thought it was so thoughtful. And also when they looked at the pictures, a lot of them were really funny too. So yeah. I think it was just kind of that mix of super cute, looking at those pictures. And again, the time it takes to find those pictures, get them printed, and then paired with that card is so cute. So with the photo, it's not only just special for the person at that seat, but it's super fun for everyone else as well. You get to see all the crazy photos of, <laughs> of all your friends and family. Uh, maybe you're meeting them for the first time right. and you're already seeing this ridiculous, embarrassing <laughs> photos of them. It's super fun. <laughs> yeah, I love the embarrassing photos. I think those are more <laughs> my jam. Like, yeah. yeah, me too. <laughs> not me. I'm very serious. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Henry, I guess what are other ways that you've seen at weddings? Again, you've been to a ton of weddings as a catering manager. Like, what have you seen? Yeah, so I've seen it for the bride that actually give the bouquet to someone they wish to get married next. So they're actually putting all the pressure on. And which is actually, again, like that. <laughs> I think that actually is so much more personal, right? Where you're like, I know you want to get married to this guy or this girl, whatever. Here you go. This is your bouquet. And it's like, then it becomes something. It's like, it's not just random coincidence that you catch the bouquet. Correct. And maybe give a little bit hint to your partner. Hey, I don't it's think time, it's a little hint. Though. It doesn't sound like a little, it sounds like a big hint to me. Big hint. Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. What I've seen too that I really like it. And you know, so a lot of my brides, I've seen them hand it off to their mothers. What I think is really special is when they hand it to their partner's mother. So it's almost a, you know, I'm happy to be welcomed into your family so it's like a dedication right it is a dedication and again it's a thank you for raising their partner and raising them as the person that they want to marry and i think that's always really special i love that couple will dedicate like a section of their reception to thank the parents for like everything that you have done you know so far so one wedding that we have done is the Brian actually did a surprise graduation party for the parents. I think that was super, super cute. What do you mean by that? What, what do you mean graduation party? So the, the couple called up the parents of the bride in the middle of the dance floor, and they have a whole graduation party. So the bride was the last daughter, got married. So it was like, oh, they have a graduation ceremony. So the parents are now off the hook. Off the hook. <laughs> Done they married the three, All three daughters, all married off now. They're graduated. <laughs> it's, that was super cute. And really all the cute. guests loved it. I love that. 
What was really cute about it, the bride actually graded the parents into different categories. <laughs> like gave them actual like letter Score, grades. like A, B, C. Uh-huh. I don't think there was any F. Did I don't they get straight they A's? I hope they got straight A's. I, almost. So the dad got a B for um, drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? With three kids, three girls, I three get daughters, it. Three daughters, yeah. I get it, man. <laughs> that is super fun. I mean, that is super fun. So fun. Like, I love it. I think it's well, just again, a good idea. It, I think it's really cool because it engages the guest. I think they kind of went through the whole thing. Like, what a fun unique experience for everyone to see and just hear a little bit more about their lives growing up together. Okay, so we started this whole conversation about how not to have a cookie cutter wedding. That's how you do it. That is how you do it. Exactly. So fun. fun. If we're talking about Joe's touchy-feely feelings and we're talking (laughs) about comfort and enjoyment, I want to talk about a few things that I think really, really create that vibe for guests, right? The first one is when you plan for guest comfort. You know it's going to be cold, They have these really cute custom blankets or if they're dancing all night long and they bring slippers. You know, I think those things as you're you're thinking ahead and you're planning on ways to keep your guest as comfortable as possible. In Hawaii, we've done a lot of outdoor wedding and you know it can get so hot here in Hawaii. So offering maybe fans is a really popular option and also offer parasols. That's a great idea because sometimes it just is so hot. So again, right, it's always if our goal is trying to make sure that we Think about the guest. We're trying to make them feel very special and loved. These are some great easy ways that you can add on to the guest experience. Okay, so I want to add on to this and say they will also remember if they were uncomfortable, if they were cold, if they were hot. If you can make them feel great and they're not like cold and shivering or, you know, whatever it is, I think that's also part of it, right? That comfort part, that comfort factor. And by doing some of these little things, like having some blankets there, because you know it's going to be chilly. That's huge. They won't think of your wedding as being this cold, frigid thing that they had. It was a snuggly, warm thing that they were at. And I love that. Let's talk about food. Let's talk about drinks. Like God, that, that's so I, important to I me. am such a foodie. I'm all about the food. Right. So let's talk about the food. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can bring in food, right? Again, for me, comfort means not being hungry. Yes. Right? And so that means food in the beginning, food in the middle, food at the end. And food at the end end. You at never want end people end. to leave hungry. No. They, they will, will remember forever. They will, and they will judge you. <laughs> they will. So let's give them food. Right? Let's give them foods. I think I've talked about this on a previous episode, but what I did at my wedding was before guests came, we served crepes and mimosas. So it was a pre-wedding snack. So when they got there, they instantly got food and drink. I wanted them to be comfortable, slightly full tummies, so they can pay attention to me. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you want. You want all the attention. Yeah, I do. I love that. And I think then during the wedding, right? Again, when we're talking about food, it's what kind of food? What are the ways that your guest will enjoy eating? You know your guest better than everybody else. So it's understanding the types of food. We do so many destination weddings. So why don't we incorporate some local like treats and delights that guests will love? So for example, incorporate maybe shaved ice. That's a local staple. I love shaved ice. So again, right? It's like a snow cone. Is that Minnesota? Is that what they call it? Also known as a snow cone. Snow cone. We have a Minnesota listeners. here. Yeah. So yeah, I think adding in local treats is a nice way to really celebrate. And again, like give your guest that really, really great feeling that makes them think that they were thought about and loved. 
And of course, and we talk about this all the time, the late night snacks. After people have been drinking, they are going to want to eat something. They probably need to eat something to keep them they from do. hurting the next morning. We have a wedding coming up in a couple of weeks and they are having a taco bar for their late night snack. I love it. I think it's going to be so awesome. But people do all kinds of different things. French fried stations. We have like Spam Musubi. That's a, a, a local one. Pizza sliders. Yeah. Chicken wings. Yeah. Bao buns. Mm-hmm. We've done a ton of late night snacks. But for me, that is such like, if I go to a wedding as a guest and they bring out food at 9, 10 o'clock at night, I'm like, they love me. I can tell. Like, they love me. And adding on to this, and I just want to make sure we don't forget this because I know you are like, this is your religion. This is what you preach to everyone are the liquid IVs, right? Those you put in water and I love you it. cure your hangover, right? Instantly. It's an instant hangover cure. And so as you're leaving, imagine having that with a bottle of water as you leave. Like the couple loves me. They thought about me. They thought about how I'm going to feel the next day. And they've done everything they can to make me have a fabulous experience. And I love that. Perfect. All right. I love what we talked about today. Let's just do a quick high level recap. We love seeing when our couples are able to honor those who aren't able to actually physically be at their ceremony. And I think we also really talked about how amazing it is to think about how your guests feel, that experience they take away at the end of the night. And I think those are two big winning combinations to having a great experience and leaving with those great, warm, fuzzy feelings of being at a wedding. Really quickly, Henry, we want to thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. How can our listeners find out more about your business? How can they contact you? Give us your plug. So you can find us on our website, paradisemonarchs.com. We are also on all the social media platform handle is Paradise Monarchs on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Yeah, all right, perfect. Henry. I'm so happy that you're here. We're so thankful that you were able to come and talk to us today. I really, really appreciate you taking time. I love talking about your butterflies. I loved having your perspective and hearing about, you know, all of these ways that we can kind of celebrate and have a unique, not cookie cutter wedding for our couple's listing. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm all about making everything special. That's amazing. (laughs) Perfect. That's amazing. And for everyone out there, thanks again for listening. Like, follow, subscribe, and listen. And we will catch you back here next time. All right, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Unveiling Paradise. If you enjoy our show, please follow us and rate us on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. It would really mean a lot. And don't forget to also get on our mailing list and follow us on Instagram. Just do it already. Until next time, this is Tessa. And this is Joe. And don't forget, your happily ever after is just a plane ride away. <laughs>